Comics Toss, Episode 7, Days of Future Past. Alright, here we are. We are back to our original stuff now. Uh, this is the show that covers comic books and the series that have developed from those comic books, and we are currently on the X-Men. We are running through Season 1 of the X-Men, the animated series, 90s. And, holy shit, we five fucked up. Y'all didn't fuck up, but there is a little bit of fucking up that's taking place right now. Let me just fix the fucking up. Aha! And nobody saw nothing. Literally, unless I had, if I hadn't have pointed it out, y'all motherfuckers wouldn't even have known. There. I would have noticed eventually, because <laughs> I kept looking at the spikes like... What the fuck? Did somebody mess with something for that last episode that was recorded? But Your spikes were way too high. Yeah. So, now that I've fixed that little issue, we can uh, introduce ourselves so that we can talk about... Uh, Episodes 11 and 12. Yep. So, uh, Reploid Bill, William Bush. Seth Lovell, Sario. Scott Action Jackson. Shane McCree, Proto Guy. Phoenix Force sucks. Fuck did you just say? Shane McCree, Proto Guy. Hey guys, I know you're about to get your podcast on, so I'll be quick. If at any time you feel like dropping your own opinion into what we're talking about, head on over to FandomNight.com and all of the contact information for every single one of our shows, including the one you're about to watch, is there. Alright guys, I'll leave you alone. Okay, here we are. We are set. So, episode 11. It opens with a scene of the Statue of Liberty crying. You did it! You blew up! You dead! <laughs> it's crying. The yeah. statue is crying. No, the, I mean the Planet of the Apes ending. Yeah, no, I realize that, down, but, but but no, it's it's a symbolic, interesting thing that they did here because when it starts to set the story in motion, the rain makes the Statue of Liberty cry. Yep. That is actually really super interesting. That imagery like that, well, it's because that's, that's all liber- liberty's pretty much dead. But that's art level imagery mm-hmm. that made it into mm-hmm. a children's show. The X Men was more than just a children's show. It was trying to teach children something, even when they didn't realize what was going on. Yep. Yeah, this story takes place in 2055, which apparently 2055 sucks. <laughs> we'll have to keep that in mind, by the way, because yep. we'll be talking about something. At least it wasn't 2015. I think the movies took place in the t- 2020s. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're looking at 2055. Basically, the only guy alive is Wolverine. Well, I'm, Even I'm, if he wouldn't have been, yeah. and he I still be- would have been. And I believe that in the Logan movie, Old Man Logan, he was. I think that took place in 2029. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, 2055 was a real big jump. Not, not even the live-action movies have even gotten that far in the future. Right. Right, yeah. But, um... Anyway, so since we've already mentioned it, uh, Wolverine is rusty. Ru- Let's talk anyway. about... I remember my first note, okay? Wolverine takes down a sentinel. Yes. Yep. And says that... It used to take me half the time to take down one of these things. And I stopped, and I was like, half the time to get your ass kicked? No, no. His reference, l- listen, X-Men is taking place in the 90s. This is taking place in 2055. Now, yeah. How efficient did he eventually become at taking out Sentinels? Yeah. 
And one of my notes Because the 90s is what set all this in motion, so he's been fighting Sentinels since, like, 96. Yeah. And one of my notes says that these two mutants were kicking more ass than the 90s X-Men or... <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't agree with that. Do you know who these mutants they took were? Out, they took out two Sentinels, and they they still almost got taken out themselves. Let's no. be real. And Cyclops uh, could have taken out 20 by himself. Let's be realistic. Yep. The first two Sentinels that showed up in the show. Let's be realistic. They took out one. The building took out the other. <laughs> but that's that was clever. I actually yeah. liked it. The, the, this is still something that they are showing you. Sentinels do not go down easy. It takes a lot to take out a Sentinel. They had to drop a building on one. Yeah. And then the other one made his arms. The other one had to be ripped to pieces. Yeah. Which, do you know who these mutants are? No. no. Okay. Nor do I know if they've appeared... Uh, I could try to... One guy makes his arms metal, kind of like Colossus, but he can't do his entire body. Like yes. Jax from Mortal Kombat arms. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then he ripped right through the Sentinel like it was tinfoil. They could have been... They could have very well been a cameo, but not one that I'm aware of off the top yeah, of my head. And then either. she makes electricity, kind of like Storm can. It seemed the... kind of like that's what yeah. they were doing. Okay, I just and didn't know that these were like mutants I'm supposed to know. Yeah. I didn't yeah, recognize and him. and like I said, I don't think it is, but even then, like, we've already talked about it, you know, just a second ago with Wolverine. Do you really think that they stopped, you know, improving upon the fucking Sentinel design from 95 or 96? Right, especially now that the, the one thing that it doesn't tell you, this, uh, there's information missing for the common person that yeah. doesn't know X-Men. And that so part of the information that's missing is that at this point in time the Sentinels are building themselves. Yeah. Oh no, it shows it because it shows uh, Master Mold. Yes, right, yes, Master Mold is part of the equation. Yes. yes. And the fact that Nimrod exists because Nimrod yeah. is a Nimrod is de Nimrod. developed. He's a he's a twenty fifty five generation Sentinel. Yeah. He's built in that time. Yeah. And, and the idea that he went back in time through using a portal, no. He can't yeah. do it. He literally is supposed to be incapable of traveling through time by himself. Yep. The way he got back in time in the actual Days of Future Past, in order to come back in time, he was actually sent back by Stephen Strange. Yep. We're talking about Bishop? No. We're talking about Nimrod. No. Nimrod. And yes, the name is kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that might have been a fuck-up. No, that is his name. Yeah, that literally is his name. And quite literally, Bill's right, they basically had to Terminator that motherfucker. Somebody had to personally send his ass back. Well. Oh, yeah, could we go and call this a Terminator Future Past? Since that's more or less what it was, was Terminator. You could... I wonder if you could argue, though, that that's not true because... Days of Future Past, I think that was out before the Terminator came out. Hmm, I would have to look man. that up, to be fair. But Well, fuck, hold on. Because um, that, was, that was Kitty Pride. that was Chris Claremont. I'm trying to think, was this the 80s? I think it was the 80s. Terminator came out in early 80s. Right. Very early so this, 80s. It's, it's probably right. I think Terminator 1 had come out. So this could be heavily inspired by Terminator in general anyway. But 
time stories like this have been taking place for so damn long now? Uh, Days of Future Past uh, ran from 141 to 142 in 1981. At the exact um, same, yeah, that's that's so when Terminator yeah, that might have been at the exact same time. Hold I think up. Terminator was uh, Terminator was, I think it was it was nineteen eighty or nineteen eighty one, because Aliens was seventy nine and Aliens was before Terminator. Eighty four is Terminator. Well, oh, wow. this beat so it. before. So if you want to give if you want to give a a clap or whatever and say hey somebody copied somebody, Terminator stole from X Men. Yep. Mm. But let's see, my next note is, uh, because of course as they're walking Wolverine up to the camp and everything, uh, they look at the gravestones and it literally okay, says... Okay, well we're, we're before that. Um, oh, okay. Bishop is a bad guy. Yes, he is. He oh was, yeah, because I forgot to mention. He was not, he was not oh, a yeah. good guy when he was introduced. Yeah. That's always been true. Bishop is what, is what is referred to as a tracker. There's also another thing called a hound. Trackers are mutants inside of the system that are trained to hunt other mutants that are considered rebels through the propaganda that is spread through their society. Mm -hmm. Once a specific quota has been reached by a tracker, and it is believed that by that time the tracker will have seen things that make him or her aware of what is really going on with the resistance and disposal of said resistance, the trackers are then Murdered. Murdered. Trackers are unaware of this policy because yep. by the time the policy is enacted, the, they don't have a chance to go back and tell the other trackers. Yep. Technically speaking, Rachel is one of them. Rachel was what was referred to as a hound. So Rachel Summers is kind of like what Bishop was. She was a mutant trained to hunt mutants. Yep. Or did the uh, hounds have the uh, quota thing too? Or do they keep those around because they're... Hounds were almost like animals in a way. Yeah. They were... Yeah. Okay, makes sense. But that is what Bishop really is. See, it makes it look like everything is 100% doom and gloom. And it is, but you have to understand there is still a society working somewhere. And Bishop is a part of that society, and as far as he's as far as he's aware, they're rebels. They're bad mutants that are causing the situation. They're being rounded up and they're being taken care of. He's essentially a police officer to his knowledge, yep. and he works inside of the system. And so far, throughout the course of his life, as he has grown up and watched these things take place, he has realized that he's been treated with respect. He's not, he doesn't live in an encampment. He hasn't been forced into slavery or anything like that. He's a mutant who is out there hunting what is considered rebels and renegades, and he's bringing them into the check stations. And, and they so say, far... And they say, you're good for following the rules, here's a cookie. Yeah, and they do. Yeah. yeah, he even he even expected to get paid. He showed his ID. He has an ID. He wears a cop's uniform. That gun is provided by the agency. He yep. is outfitted like a soldier. He is paid by these people who run the system to go out and get these people who are just fucking the system up. He doesn't know You'll, any better. Listen, you want mutant kind to be equal? 
you're a good mutant. You got to go get these yeah. bad mutants. Yep. These guys are the reason that the system is broken. These guys are the people that are attacking and doing this. He doesn't know. We can't rebuild because these bad mutants keep fucking everything up. And he's been professionally yep. trained. The way you could tell he's been professionally trained is because he took out all three of those mutants easily. Even Wolverine, who, yes, you could say he was old by this time, but the experience on the battlefield that Wolverine would have, you notice that when the Sentinels came, Wolverine vanished. Yep. Yeah. He was gone. The other guys were, like, running and gunning, and he was like, I'm over here. He, he, went, he went, like, into the building, around, dodged the Sentinels, avoided their scanners, and wound up on the back of one of them, tearing it apart. Yeah. Nobody knew he was there. Not even his partners knew he was there. Nope, and then once you see the fucking mutant, I mean, the Sentinel fall down, Wolverine's like, ah! Now, once Bishop shows up, it didn't work that way. He was not able to escape Bishop's line of sight. Bishop was like, that guy's down, that guy's down, fuck, 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 got him finally. Yep. But he did. He's been professionally trained. This wasn't, this wasn't just some guy. Bishop knows what he is doing. We're on okay. your note. Yeah, so then, uh, yeah, because I forgot to finish off my second one, which was uh, Bishop taking him down. Um, but, yeah, so then the next one is uh, they walk past the gravestones that Wolverine gets all pissy with, in which you see Cyclops with a date, Rogue with a date, Storm with a date, Jubilee with a date, which is the earliest date yeah, of, like, goes 2010. Yeah. Jubilee died in 2010. Now, and here, then we're going to do an experiment. How old was she? Okay, she look. dies in 2010. We're going to estimate their ages. Uh, we're going to say that X-Men was taking place in what, 94? Yes. We can do it when the show came 95. out. 92. 92? Okay, 92. Okay, yeah. She was what, 15? I'm going to go say uh, 15, 16. 15. Give her 15. Okay, when yeah. does she die? Uh, 2010. 2010. How old is she? Uh, so let's see. Add 18 to that. Yeah, exactly. Wait. Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, early 30s, I think? If, if brain do math right. Is that yeah. what we're going with? Yeah, somewhere in the early 30s. <clears throat> 33. Yeah. She's 33. Okay. She made it to 33 years old. Storm died in 2021. How old do you believe she was in 92? Oh, I'm going to say early 20s. Okay. No. No? no I would say late 20s. Because Storm is one of You're those, quote, mid. yeah, she's one of those, quote, goddess types. So she's going to look way fucking younger than she Maybe actually is. 26. Maybe. Is that fine? We're going to go with 26? Let's go with 26. Let's yeah, go with 26. Sure, she died in 2021. She dies in 2021. Probably in about late 40s, early 50s, as a guesstimation. Let's see. Which I know that works. That's gonna 21 piss off years, a lot of people. adding eight years onto that because we're in 92. So that would be 29 years. So, 29 so add 29 to 26. You're, she'd be in her 50s. Yeah. Roughly 55. Yeah, 55. Okay. 54, yeah. Rogue died in 2033. Okay, Rogue, I'm going to put in. Early twenties. Yeah, I'd say she was fairly she was fairly young. You might even get away with saying nineteen or twenty years I'm old. I'm going to put yeah. her in between the ages of nineteen to twenty one. I wouldn't say at least twenty. 
Okay. I no, I want to say at least twenty one because I know in the fucking uh, the episode before this with all the apocalypse shit, she literally walks up to the bar and goes to drink. Now, technically speaking, they're over in Europe, and the drinking like legal drinking age in Europe is actually a hell of a lot lower than here. But she literally walks up to the bar like, "Yeah, I've done this a million times. Let me sit down and order up a scotch or something." Okay, so she's. Are you going with twenty one, twenty two, twenty three? I would say twenty one. I'll go with twenty one. Okay, she's 21. Died in she died in 2033. Okay, well, let's look at the time periods. You've got 2002 is 10 years, 2012 is 20, 2022 is 30, 2032... So you're adding 31 years to 40. already 21. She is 41 years. Well, 41 years? Yeah. You're adding 41 years to her 21. So well, she was 62. about 60, 61, 62, somewhere in there. Yeah. Cyclops was the last to go down. Other than yes, the he was. mysterious Thir- other. 20, he died in 2032. Rogue the, died in 2033. Yeah. So he died a year before she did. But how old was he? Cyclops Let's was be probably 24. Think that's it? He's older than the storm, I promise you. Yeah. He was in the first I'd class. Say, I'd say yeah. 30. She was, she, was, she, was, she, was, she was brought in after him. Let's say 30-ish. Let's go with 30. Okay. Let's go with 30. He's 30 years old. Yeah. It's 1992. He died in. Tw- he died 40 years later. He was 70. Yeah, he's 70. in his 70s. Which could just mean then old no. age and not quite sentinel attack. There was he one- died. He died in the in, in, in the internment camp. No. Yeah. He was he was he was captured somewhere along the way and put in well, the camp and that's where he died. I know we're not because you actually get to see the scene where he has been walked and into he the has camp. White in his yeah. hair. Yep. Now let's look at what we didn't see. There was one tombstone that was knocked over, but you didn't see the date. Beast is not present. Neither is Gambit. Neither is Jean Grey. Yep, and neither is the professor. I would assume the professor would be dead. He was already old to begin with. Yeah. Older. So, those four were not on the tombstones. Right. So... Gambit could be hiding out. Gambit is too smart. Gambit's dead. Yeah. 100% without a doubt. Gambit probably Gambit's guaranteed dead because the whole purpose of this storyline, which I know is jumping ahead, is Gambit fucking axe murdered somebody. We need to get him. Yeah, Gambit they, probably died at, in 92. They yeah. are under the impression that he is the one that caused all this. He's dead. Yeah. Beast. Yeah, I would say it's between uh, Beast. And I think he's Gene. dead. Remember, he's in prison. Mutants just killed. Ooh, he would have been. He would have still been in yeah, prison. He yeah. might have been executed when the execution happened. So it's probably Gene. The assassination. Gene. The assassination happened. He would have died in the prison system. He wouldn't even have a tombstone. Gene, yeah. You also seen Gene being walked into the imprisonment camp. Yeah. She would have died alongside of Scott, or she's still alive and she's or super she's still old. Alive. Ooh, in a with, camp somewhere. She's probably in a camp somewhere, and Logan can't get to her because, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of want to say it would have to be her, but at the same time, even though we're not quite there yet, the whole Phoenix bullshit. I also think that Jubilee dying in 2010, I think it may have something. It's it's very subtle, but I think uh, Wolverine had something to do with it. I don't think he was able to protect her the way he wanted. Well, you also yeah. noticed that when they that's showed... that's when he got pissed. You also yeah. noticed that when they showed the tombstones, they zoomed in to Jubilee. And then Not they went once, to him. but yeah. twice. Yep. And when they zoomed into Jubilee, they went right back to Logan, and he was fucking pissed. Yeah. yeah. Like, she died the youngest. 
Mm-hmm. She was the youngest on the team. Yeah. So she died first. She was the other than our speculation she lives of the Gambit. shortest life. Yeah. Regardless of her age on the team, she lived the shortest, shortest life. life. Yeah. And which means one of two things happened: either one, like Bill said, he couldn't protect her, or two, he felt pissed because of the training that both he and Scott would have given her. Yeah. So either he was mad because fucking pretty boy didn't teach her right, or I didn't help her in time. Of course, I feel like that wouldn't be grumble. That would be more sorrow. Or I couldn't, you know. Wolverine takes. Protect her. He could have a lot of say, a self hate too. Wolverine yeah, uses anger true. as a coping thing. Yeah. As you know, he's lived many lifetimes. He's been through many different things. He's lost friends before. Yeah. And I he bottles it up. Yep. And he's always angry. He's probably angry at himself because he couldn't protect her. Yeah. Her powers kind of suck. No. Compared to they other... They seem mo- like they do, but if you like Gambit, her powers are strong. Yeah. You can't like Gambit and then think that she's weak because they have the same Gambit, power. She? Jubilee. Yeah, Jubilee. Okay. I, all I heard was Gambit and, and she, so... Because Gambit and her have the same so powers, essentially. Under, so let's look yeah. at the... Ex- he can charge things kinetically. She can manipulate kinetic energy. She just yeah. shoots kinetic energy. So let's he not, has to create it. Let's look at the main X-Men right now. Xavier was already an older dude in 92. Yeah. He's probably dead. Yeah. More Beast would have been probably been executed in prison. Yeah. Gambit probably would have been killed on the spot. Yeah. Something tells me Professor Gambit X. was probably hunted like a yeah. dog. He's dead. There's no doubt in my mind he's fucking dead because because the the witnesses to the assassination say Gambit made the kill. Yep. That's who they would have went after. And other characters like uh, Magneto and such, they're dead as well. Magneto yeah. was they an were older overwhelmed. Guy. They were overwhelmed by Sentinels because when the Sentinels went out, the first thing that would have happened is if they would have let's say they let's say the reason the X Men die is they get split. If they get split, that means one of the first things that happened was the Sentinels took out the mansion, possibly killed Xavier. Everybody darted which other way they could. Mm-hmm. That means the the X Men are, are are not able to come back together to formulate an attack strategy. The Brotherhood of Mutants comes forward, which is Magneto. Yep. He would gather whatever he could, and it's wartime. Yep. This is what he was looking for, was the war. Yeah, what he so didn't, he could have been one of the first ones to go down swinging. Yeah, what he probably didn't count on was how ridiculous the Sentinel program really was, and he just wasn't able to fight. And even if he many. was able to get yeah. away, he's old. Yeah. So he probably would have died of old age anyway by this point. It's 2055. We know he's dead for sure. Uh, the only person yeah. that is unaccountable for the main X-Men is Jean. Yeah. She's the only one. We didn't see a tombstone. And she's the only one that we, the only thing we can think of is that she's still alive in the imprisonment camps. And she's like 70 something. Yeah. Right. Or no. No, because. No. Uh, if How old is Gene? Let's do the math. Scott died in 2032 at 70, if we give him that well, age. Well, when Gene was brought into the X-Mansion as a Class 1, she was uh, 16, I believe. Yeah. Because she's 16 in the X-Men Blue right now. Yeah. And she has a birthday party in the original first class books in the classic X-Men and that's the reason I knew she was 16. Okay, when she's 16 in X-Men When does the Blue first right class now. take place? Oh, uh, yeah, 
because of the way that the timelines go and the way comic books are written, technically it took place in the 70s. There's no way. Okay, first off, let us look at her at... She's... Yeah, in this continuity, there's no way the first class. She's, yeah, te- she's technically not, in this continuity, then Scott would have died at like a hundred and something. I would go. I would go with what they were doing in terms of the new movies. It's probably the '80s when the first class happened. Yeah. Okay, so six. Because the '90s probably puts her like Scott nearing thirty, but she's probably a year or two old, younger than him. Yeah. Let's put her at twenty-eight. Twenty-eight-year-old Jean Grey. Scott died in 20... I would also make the argument that she's dead because it's 2055. Yeah. Yeah, and Scott would have been 70 when he died in 2032. Right. Adding, yeah. She's pretty old. Let's add 23 old. more years to yeah. that. Right. Scott would have been 93. I mean, I guess she could yeah. be alive, but living in those conditions, she's I'd find pro- it hard to if believe. If she's still alive, she'd be about 90, 91. Yeah. I find it hard plus, to believe. Plus, at the same time, with the two of them being an item, there's always that old thing about, you know... Uh, um, if you're madly, deeply in love with your spouse, as soon as one dies, usually you go afterwards unless you have, you know, children or others to keep your ass, you know, happy and cheery. And I'm pretty sure in that camp, there's no happy and cheery there's also anywhere. There's also the possibility if they were sharing a rapport, the death of one could have triggered the death of another. Yep. Yeah, which is what I was getting at. So, yeah, I mean, she could have died and that could have caused Scott or Scott could have gone and that could have caused her. Actually, if Scott had went first, would that have triggered maybe her phoenix? No, no, okay. no, because the Phoenix is not the Phoenix is not Jean Grey. The Phoenix yeah. is in space. It's a cosmic level being. Yes, yeah. and it takes over Jean. Okay, yeah, I thought, I thought the Phoenix the, the Phoenix isn't like a, a dormant mutation. Yeah, no, the movies and whatnot for some reason want to do that now, where they want to claim that Jean. Is the Phoenix? Read, have you Professor read the synopsis of what the bullshit. new movie is supposed yeah. to be? Some blocking bullshit. Yeah. I read it. No, I have not. They're supposed to go to space because it takes place in 1992. That's sure. fine. They hey, go to that. space. A, uh, you know how the Fantastic Four got their powers? Yeah. The solar flare. The head. A solar flare happens, and it awakens the Phoenix within. In a way that's close to what happened. Yeah. Sort of. No, it's it's yeah, really yeah. close. Yeah. That's what's supposed to happen in the new movie. Because there were sentinels that were being built by this guy in space. They went to space because Jean Grey and a couple of the other X-Men had been captured to take up there for experimentation. The X-Men go up there. They break them out. They fight a new kind of sentinel, which is designed to look and fight like the X-Men, copy fighting poses and whatnot. Mm -hmm. They fight those sentinels. They beat them. And then... They get everybody gathered up, they get, in the, they get in the shuttle, and they start going home. As they're on their way home, a cosmic belt loop of radiation strikes the shuttle. And it knocks out the pilot. As they get everything together and they, they get him up and everything, they realize that these waves that are hitting are going to kill them all. There's one person who can actually get them down there. She tells them, I can fly this. He's human. He won't last long enough. He won't get us down there. So what she does is she taps into his mind, takes his pilot knowledge, teaches herself how to run the shuttle, creates a force field around herself, knocks Scott unconscious, and then tells everybody to get in the back because the back of the shuttle has this area. It's like a fucking cargo hold where they're protected from the radiation. They all get back there, and she crashes into the Jamaica Bay. 
She doesn't survive. Quote. This is where things get complicated. During her flight down, she instinctively, without realizing it, reaches out psychically. And she has a very powerful psychic presence. Yep. The phoenix is the living embodiment of all psychic energy throughout the multiverse that has ever, is ever, and will ever be. It hears her, and it comes to her in a human form. It's like a body that's still forming human. It sees her, and it becomes female and everything, and it tells her, it says, I can stop this. But... It depends on what you're willing to do here. You won't survive this. It's not possible. But I can make it so that you can survive it. But I get something in return. And basically the stipulation was this. If the phoenix saves her, it gets to live her life for a while. It wants to experience... Life. As a cosmic level entity, it does not relate on our level. It wants to know what it's like to live, to evolve, to feel, to love, to hate, to revenge, to die. It wants the spectrum of what is, what it can be, what it can see, what it can do. She says, okay, because she's on the verge of death. And it wraps her in a cocoon. They smash into the Jamaica Bay. The cargo re, uh, bay, the cargo hold unlocks. The X Men swim up to the surface. There's no Jean Grey. While they're freaking out looking for Jean, the Phoenix comes out of the water and says, "The woman you knew is gone forever. I am fire made flesh, Phoenix." And then, the way it copied Jean, it copied her down to the very memories because of its psionic, because of its psychic power, and how strong it is. When it chose to become Jean Grey, it literally became Jean Grey. Yep. That is why she's given credit so often for choosing to kill herself at the end of the Dark Phoenix saga. Because that was actually Gene's decision, even though it was not Gene. Is Gene sleeping in a cocoon at the bottom of the Jamaica Bay? So, what this movie's about to do? All that information was not revealed until years later. Mm -hmm. The original book said they crashed. She's dead. She ex she comes out of the river. She's the Phoenix. It didn't really explain it further than that. It took a long time to get all the information of what had really happened. You just yep. assume that that was Jean Grey and she has new powers. Yes. And you're like, okay, now she's more of a badass. And then she becomes the Dark Phoenix because... There's a lot of things that happen that make her the Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah, somebody yeah. fucks with her. Yes, that's part of it. And what she assumes is the death of all the X-Men. After... No. Not after hexes? No. There's a there's a point in time where she will believe all the X-Men to be dead and it screws her mind up pretty bad. Oh, wow. Okay. What else you got? Uh, uh, anybody else? Uh, we get introduced to Forge. 
Forge. Oh, yes, technically, I was going to say the next one that I had was that Nimrod shows up. And Nimrod does show up, but it's fairly insignificant. I mean, he's there. Yeah, yeah so, he's there because they start to take off, and then Nimrod's like, must hunt X-Men. So, so. Forge. Bishop is now with with the uh, Resistance, well, to be now fair, that he knows. I think I would be like, my bad, they tried to kill me. You right. were right, let's go save the day. Yep. Kind of. I like this, though. Now that we're at Forge, I wrote, the argument, about, the argument about going back in time is very interesting. First off, they talk about the assassination of the 90s. That is very vague for the sake of not trying to link it to any actual historical events. This was in mm-hmm. 1992, and had they said something like, the assassination of 1995, and that actually fucking happened... That would have been bad for the show. So they just call it the assassination of the 90s to avoid linking it to an actual historical event. This is where things get really interesting, though. Because Bishop does not know that Wolverine was an X-Man. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He doesn't know. This tells us that every X-Men is considered dead in history, and does not, and the history does not necessarily remember the details of who they were, or what exactly they were, or what they were even doing. While the conversation is very interesting, one of my biggest problems is this. They chose Bishop to go back in time? Bishop chose himself. No, no, yeah. no, no hold on. Forge accepts it. True. Yeah. Wolverine's busy with Nimrod. No, technically speaking, because that was going to be my next note after Forge lets him use the time portal, is Wolverine literally picks up a gun to stop the assassination of what we all think is the professor, but Bishop grabs the fucking gun and goes, you're too old, let me do this. Yeah. Wolverine was going to go back in time. Yeah. Kind of like in the and Wolverine knows who he's after. Yeah. W- Wolverine knows who he's after. Wolverine... Thanks. Thanks, he knows who he's after. Yeah. There's no indication that he knows that it was Mystique. No, he was but going back to possibly kill, kill Gambit. Gambit. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would have been... Uh, I, under, I get that Bishop... Here's my problem. You just found out two minutes ago that you're not useful anymore. Mm. And now you'll be hunted... Like the rest of us. Uh, technically, because <clears throat> he finds out, then they go on the walk, they see the graves, they escape, run to building. I, I give it like five to ten minutes. Five, okay, ten minutes. Shane, ten minutes. Shane, we're all mutants. Okay. We're all mutants. What's my power? We're all hunted down by sentinels. We're all being hunted by sentinels and whatnot. Am, am I an omega level? We're all mutants. If I'm an now omega level. look, here's le- my problem, Shane. <laughs> look, we are all mutants. Okay. Except for Seth. Yeah, Seth is Seth is a uh, Seth is Seth's a tracker. I'm Nimrod. Oh, yesterday your bishop. Yesterday, uh, Seth shot you in the face. Bang! With your stun gun, and we and with we drug you. We drug you back. Okay, so you didn't get killed or nothing. We we drug you back, and he left, and now he goes back with with Scott. Okay, because Scott got captured or whatever. And they take Scott, and then the Sentinels are like, hey, good job, Seth. And they shoot Seth. Oh, my God. And then Scott gets out, and they fight their way out, and they come to us. And we're just about to send me or you back in time for whatever reason. We've been working on this for years. We got it all the way fucking figured out. 
All right, now we just got to figure out who's now going. Scott walks in with Seth, and Seth says, I'm going. Am I an Omega level? Because I think I could take his ass out of an Omega level. No, Doesn't Seth matter. is going. Seth is the youngest. He's going. Balto is after us. He's beating the door down. Somebody's got to go. He's going. I'm going. He's the youngest. He's but you going. don't know who you're after. But he's he's still he's still young. You, you, yes, I do. You've explained shit. to you've explained it to me who it is I'm after. I actually you never said I never said who it was. He's going because in the show they never. T- Wolverine he's never- going. Why is there a reason to doubt yeah. it? Why why would you why would you be against him going? Because he has no clue of anything of the past. Yeah, I've I lived do. in that I've, time I've period. Got the, I got this he's got communicator the wristband. here. The wristband that sends me back home and allows me to stay here. It tells me what the fuck he, I need to know. He's going. I'm going. It doesn't tell you who killed. Why is there any reason not to send him? Because he's, he was, he just tried to kill me. Really? Five. Oh. But he knows better. Is, now. is that so? Because last I checked, I didn't try to kill you. I had my phaser set to stun. goddammit. it. And we all know who they choose if uh, one of us is about to get captured. That Bill dragged my ass back. He you knows. Got... He knows better. He <laughs> yeah. knows better. He learned. You learned in ten minutes. Yeah. The errors of your ways. Yeah. Not hunting your own kind. Of course. I'm still not sending him. Because the second that the government shit all over me, I said, I'm shitting all over you. Well, let's think about this. First off, you're pretty efficient at killing these sentinels. Why don't we keep you here to protect the motherfucking machine? Shane, my problem is this. We didn't know that motherfucker yesterday. No. (laughs) Why do I trust him to go back in time to do what we've been working on for the last 20 years? Exactly. Probably because literally there's... Who the fuck is that guy? There's only three of us now. Literally only three of us, yeah. and we're they're beating down our door. We literally have no time. I still would have sent Wolverine. Old, it doesn't matter. He's fucking Wolverine. Also, let's <clears throat> also be honest about this. Wolverine goes back in time, and he goes to the X-Mansion and says, I'm from the future. Oh, well, we can't really argue with that. Yeah, why? Adamantium skeleton, and, old as fuck Wolverine. And to be yeah. fair, Wolverine can smell Mystique. Yeah. He would have been able to pick up that, that's me. Yeah, that's true, but he doesn't know it's Mystique. Technically speaking, he would have walked in the room. No, we mean, walked, well, we mean uh, Wolverine could have proved that that was Wolverine that came back. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. They never they, knew who Bishop yeah. was. They never met Bishop. Yeah, yeah So exactly. they couldn't tell if that They'll was a shapeshifter or if that was a, yeah. a, a Magneto, a guy working for Magneto. Yeah. We don't know anything. And again, we've already established Wolverine has worked Black Ops in the past. What? Episode 1, Season 1, Wolverine has worked Black Ops. You don't think... Old man Logan's going to sneak in and... Where's the Cajun? Where's the Cajun? Where's the Cajun? Dive out of a vent, drag his body up, he's dead in a vent. You don't think, for a second, that even if he wanted to... If he wasn't sure that it was Gambit, he wanted more proof. You don't think that Logan who's lived many lifetimes, couldn't sneak into that manner, find Professor and have a one-on-one conversation, I'm from the future. There would have been no conversation. He literally would have walked in, gutted Gambit in his fucking sleep, and yeah. that's where he was, Problem is those hit that- the button, gone back, and then they would have said, yeah, you never stopped nothing, and he would have said, oh, fuck. Well, maybe to be fair, Gambit wasn't there. And then there would have been a triple fucking... Gambit was parking the car. Yeah. No, Gambit was in the they jail were- with Rogue. They weren't there yet. When they were having talks with Bishop, they were coming home. So even if Logan would have entered the house, he'd be like, fucking Cajun ain't here. Yeah. Yeah, just wait. Yeah. But then by that time, the rest of the X-Men would have been there talking. And you don't think young Wolverine no, can't smell? because sm- Gambit would have been parking the car. So you think he would have just killed him outside? Think yeah. about you, it. But also, you have to remember one thing. One thing that would not have been altered is the fact that 
Rogue would have came home. No, nothing. They would have argued. She would have flew away. He'd have said, don't worry. I literally think... I parked a car, and then he never would have got to, because claws would have popped through the side of his head. I yeah. literally think that something he, else he would have He would have been happened. dead, thrown in the trunk, trunk or a car driven into the fucking river lake next no. to the Axe Mansion. Wolverine would have said, ka and then pulled that band off. That's true. Done. I think that young Wolverine would have smelled himself. Why do I smell two of me? Right, but even Something's so, even right. so, if they find him, right. yeah. he's more believable to the idea of, oh yeah, I'm from the future, and this is about to happen. Yeah, and like I said, that's if there's the conversation. And he just said, go ahead and read this mind, Xavier, go ahead, do it. <laughs> yeah. Would have been better. It would have been better to send Wolverine, because, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Literally five minutes, ten minutes. You we don't know that guy. No, you and basically Forge is putting Bishop. all of his trust in this man they just met. Yeah, this machine that took Wolverine and Forge years to build. Yeah, right. Exactly. Ridiculous. Fuck that. Okay, yeah. so let me see here. So let's see. Bishop goes back. Bishop gets Swiss old man Logan. Brain. Yeah, that right there. Yes, Bishop loses his memory, and this might tell us a little bit as to why Wolverine was originally selected to go back in time. Yep. It may be that just moving through time has a negative effect on the person that goes through time, and that possibly his healing factor could have negated a little bit of the side effects of time traveling. Oh, fuck me. So he'd be a little less Swiss cheese brain. If they so. knew that, I mean, even if they had the inkling, if Forge had an inkling that this might have happened. That's the reason they programmed that band with information. But yep. then the other problem is that no matter how much information that band gives you, you have to know how to access that information and know what it's telling you. And when you come back in time, obviously from what we witnessed, your mind is fucked. So yep. I would have told, so as Forge... All he was doing was sitting in the... He, he, he sat in an abandoned building and, like, watched YouTube clips, basically. Like, okay, X-Men, uh, Legends, um, Xavier Mansion, Target, kill the X-Men. They're the assassins. Yeah, because he's literally he's like, fuck, these are the X-Men. What oh, am I way. supposed to do? By the way, like I said in the last episode, two kids run down the street with a video game with the Punisher on the cover yeah, it was a that cameo. says assassination. Let's, and he goes, oh, fuck, that's right, an assassin. Let's X-Men talk killed. about the coincidence. Well, a he's lot of sitting there. Punisher picture on a game called Assassin. Well, yep. yeah, <laughs> but a lot of a lot of what's going on with him is it seems coincidental, but it's sparking memories is what that is. Yes, it's majorly coincidental yeah. that they that go those, by, that those two kids exactly. It can't be. It can't be way too coincidental that in New York there were kids that were interested in video games. Yeah. True, that were walking home to play but a game. Yeah. The fact that it was just two of them. They happen to have the exact game. That comes down to animation costs. Yeah. It really does. Like, it, it, it's it's a ridiculous and coincidental, but he could have seen that on a store shelf walking by. Yeah. True. But they say, they you know, they're going to go play the Punisher yeah. game. Yeah. I played that game. That game's pretty badass, if you think about it. But the... Uh, I only played the one for Nintendo. It wasn't that great. Yeah. I played the one for PlayStation 2 pretty cool i did not it was very <laughs> oh that that one was interesting you can kill people NES in one. many different ways yeah. yeah i've heard it was pretty sweet um so but like no you're right but here's my thing forge this is all forge's idea forge is ma- majigger 
His time machine. His majigger. You he, heard it. You heard it here, folks. Yep. The majigger. Put, you got to use the kajigger. <laughs> he put. He made. He programmed the wristband with information, so he knew that there might be a side effect from traveling back in time. No. You have a healing factor. Bishop's like, I'm going. I'm like, you won't be able to do it. That's also the reason it was programmed so shittily. Yeah. Because Wolverine, it was understood that Wolverine was going to be able to 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 survive it, but no, because Bishop says so, and because we trust him, because. Five minutes ago, he learned the errors of his ways. Now, fucking this bishop, he's with me. Really? Because he's never been here ever in the last 20 years. Yeah, but today he's here. All right, great. Let's send him back in time. Now, I agree. I'm sorry. A bishop could have been bitching all he wants. I'm going. I'm younger. I'd have said, no, you don't understand what the time stream is going to fucking do to you. I have a healing factor, dumbass. Old or not. Yeah, which you even fucking made notice of when I fucking woke up before everybody else. Yeah. You noticed, you said, oh, you heal quick. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. You just said this ten minutes ago. Yeah, so, like, it's there's a lot of weirdness in why he got to go back, because obviously it doesn't work out too well for him. Yeah. And he, does, and he sticks out like a sore thumb. He literally walks on a bus with a fucking rifle. Dude, that was hysterical. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's literally, that was yeah. my next note, is Bishop walks on the bus with gun drawn. It takes everybody ten seconds to see weapon and finally leave. And, and then, then he, I, I was which, laughing at him driving yeah, the bus. Yeah, well, which, which I actually, because I had a note before that one as well, where fucking Gambit loses his shit being in the jail cell talking with Beast. And Beast is like, ooh, clouded backstory, ooh. And yeah. then we go to fucking video game talking kids. They don't tell us much about Gambit. Gambit's backstory is not really... I don't, I, man, I think it's like almost season three before we figure out where Gambit really came from. Yeah. They get a little bit, a little, little, little bit of his backstory um, in this episode because it is revealed that Storm has something to do with his backstory, and that's true. Him and her were thieves. Yeah. Storm is no... Well, and you notice that? I know we're not there yet, but I noticed something. I noticed something. I wonder if you guys noticed it, too. When we get to them all in the war room talking. I did say this, though, in that part we're talking about right now. I said they should have wrote this guy's mission on a piece of paper and sent it through time. <laughs> this computer is one of the worst possible things that they could have sent with him because all it does is show some YouTube clips and say assassination and put a target on the X-Mansion. Up, oh, must have to kill the X-Men. Yeah. That's okay, because uh, my next note after he gets on the bus and drives off is, apparently the front door to the X-Mansion is wide enough for an entire fucking bus. Remington that gate? On. Yeah. No, no, not even the gate. Oh, you're talking the, the door. front door. Yeah, the front he door. He busts down the gate, drives over the lawn, and says, <laughs> beep, beep, boom, right through the front Last fucking time door. I checked, Almost took like, Cyclops and yeah. Storm out. Like, Last time like I... literally, like, he was driving the bus, like, motherfucker, I got two minutes or else this pizza's gonna be free. I gotta get there. <laughs> Last time I checked, there was no reason to have such a large door. Uh, Juggernaut's not part of your team. Future chair. Yeah. Got to be able to hover through them, motherfuckers. You think that chair is as wide as a bus? <laughs> I understand to have a big door like that if Juggernaut was an X-Men. Because we all know that he's larger than vehicles. He was an X-Men for a while. Yeah, he was. In this show, he is not. <laughs> right now, he's fucking Shit, it's walking like, around. But okay. Right now, Look, he doesn't Shane, know what he's I'll doing. Make your point fucking for working you. at McDonald's. Yeah. Shane, I'll make your point for you. It's not like he's the blob and needs to get through the door. 
We are at this point, though. However, the time stream screws Bishop up so bad that he doesn't even seem to remember that his gun is set to stun, and three different shots that could have been kills mean nothing. Shit, the fact that he almost ran over his own mommy. He thinks he's there. He literally thinks he's there to kill the X-Men. Yeah. And he's so mind-fucked, he forgot to take the gun off stun. He's there to kill them. That is his train of thought right now. Now that yeah. gun, now that gun is 2055 technology. Yeah. Pretty yep. powerful gun. They claim that one bullet is off the Richter scale or yeah. whatever. That, it's a stun. Yeah. We don't know what the killing uh, can do. The stun setting. Look, again, he almost kills, because if memory serves, Storm is his mother. He almost kills his mommy. You know what paradox that fucking makes? You don't exist. Bang. Oh, fuck, where am I going? Oh, my God. I didn't take the armband off yet. Oh, my God, I'm disappearing. Something happened. Fucking Marty McFly to the billionth degree. Just fast forward through the whole movie. I'm telling you. That gun is broken. Not only did he fire a stun shot, and Cyclops was like, no, it canceled it out. Yeah. Meaning that that gun is, is as strong as his I-beam. Yeah. Or more powerful because it, that was the stun setting. Yeah. Kill setting probably would have ripped through his I-beam. Right. Yeah. And we all know how powerful Cyclops really is. Yeah, we've been watching yeah. it. Bromp, dead, dead sentinel. Bromp, dead sentinel. Oh, strongest mutant ever? Knock on ass. <laughs> Knock on <Yeah>. ass. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Future gun? Damn it. Damn it. Can't do Damn nothing. It. So that gun would fuck anybody up because we all know what You got to give the guy credit even though I can't stand his character. You got to give him credit. He's a powerful mutant. That gun is fucking retarded. And to be fair, Bishop didn't even need it. Bishop has... I think Bishop forgets that he's a mutant. So Bishop no. tells everybody that he's from the future. Yeah, which the X-Men kind of find hard to believe, considering all they've been through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm from the future. So they mind-read him, get a little bit more information, and decide, okay, I guess it's kind of true. So then they decide to take him oh. somewhere? No. Yeah, this is one thing I brought up. Um... The doorway Bishop came through. Did it move? <laughs> that was the doorway that Nimrod came through. Because Bishop tried to retrace his steps and is like, yeah, this is where he came in. No. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be the doorway that Nimrod came yeah, through. Yeah, he came yeah. into a different doorway. Speaking of which, one of my all-time favorite scenes here is that, <laughs> okay, when Nimrod shows up, the entire point so far since... Bishop showed up, is Wolverine riding his ass. Oh, yeah. I definitely, I definitely felt a fucking shift in the Earth's gravitational pulls. Definitely some time traveling here. Oh, yeah, you're real future. Oh, I can see how that makes sense. Just riding his ass. Everything he says has a smart-ass oh, yeah. remark. And then, here comes the fucking Nimrod, and he's like, that's a 2055 Sentinel. We can't fuck with that. And he's like, that's a tin can, and I don't give a fuck. And he laser backhands. Shut the fuck up. It's yeah. funny. It's yeah, funny which, because which he's I like... Think that's what my note of one-liner stopped meant. <laughs> one-liner stopped. Well, laser if you backhand. listen to what Wolverine said before, that, he's like, give me five seconds, yeah, and I'm going to 
Pant slap. Yeah, give me five seconds and I'll have this motherfucker. Oh! You know what I said? I was I was alone watching this. I'm like five seconds to get bitch slapped. Because <laughs> yeah. because once yeah. again, Wolverine being Wolverine yeah. in the show gets fucked on. Yeah, because I, I think I think I have uh, uh, three notes here because I'm not quite sure where we're By at. By the now, way, because again, I forgot to fucking rewatch the episodes. But yeah, because that was the f- that was one of them was uh, one liners are stopped. The next one is no stop. Don't do that. <laughs> I think we all know where that's where that one goes, and oh, then the other one is uh, Wolverine fucking smiles because Gene like pats him on the shoulder. Oh, dude, dude! And then he smiles again once he sees that he's an old fucking man in the future. He's like, <laughs> "I survived, you fucks." Still got it's my like, hair. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" You oh yeah, I noticed that the second like Gene was like this, he was like boner. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> yep. So this man. I took that picture. This man who lays in oh yeah, this got, man who lays in bed fucking, in fucking combat Wolverine. gear, stroking a picture of Gene in combat gear. <laughs> yeah, because you can't do it in normal gear. Dude, she would... touched his shoulder. Yeah, man. You, you can't be wearing jeans and a tank top. You got to be in full combat. Got to be in combat gear. When Which, he... by the way, if you were paying attention, he was wearing full combat gear to jump around on a uh, on fucking on Bishop, and then they were like. Let's go see if he's really from the future. Everybody kept their battle outfit on. He went and took all of his shit off and put his fucking <laughs> Canada yeah. coat on. Then he yeah. ended up in his battle gear again. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so literally, he was like, I can kill him right now. And they're like, no, we're going to see if he's actually from the future. Well, fuck it then. I'm changing clothes. He goes to his room, takes all of his crap off, puts his shoes on, his fucking pants, gets in normal outfits, fucking puts his... Fucking uh, lumberjack, lumberjack yeah. gear on. Fucking puffs out his hair again because he had his mask on. Yeah. Goes to the fucking that danger mask doesn't room. Make sense. Yeah. Then when he gets to the command room, the war room, they're like, "Boo! Oh yeah, it's definitely real. We're gonna have to go to uh, this alleyway and check out this door." Son of a bitch! Hold on. And he goes back to his room and puts on. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's happy to go put his shit on because the entire time he's thinking, "Gene touched me." Yeah. Gene touched me. Oh, man, so I'm going to rub one out before I put my battle gear on. He goes and he rubs on. one out before he changes to his ex gear. <laughs> I mean, damn. Now, I will give him credit for this. During the fight with Nimrod, um, I'm going to prove a point here in a second with what I said, what I told you before. Yeah. That dude who gave you that picture, put that picture online, is a fucking moron. Cyclops couldn't stop Nimrod. Right. She yeah. couldn't stop Nimrod. Gene, Jubilee could not stop anybody. Um, <laughs> Go figure. None of these X-Men could fight him. Yeah, nobody, she, nobody can. He fucking knocks Gene through the, the fucking wall. And only, you know, Wolverine goes and checks, and Cyclops is like, fuck her, she'll find. Well, Cyclops was running the team. Yes, and yeah. I, I, he doesn't, I'll give him credit because once Gene disappears, he can't run shit. But in that moment, I'll give him credit because he didn't stop what he was doing to check on her. Right. He had to keep fighting. Wolverine was like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh. But this proves time and time again, Storm is Omega level. Yeah. This futuristic Sentinel could not handle the cold of her power. She was the only one that could stop it. Technically yes and technically no, because Bishop even says, yeah, don't worry, this is temporarily disabling him. But It'll be right back up in a second. But temporarily is better than not stopping it. Yeah. Because yep. all their powers were useless. She's like, fucking freeze you, bitch. 
Omega level yeah. mutant. <clears throat> if anybody thinks Storm is weak, is a fucking moron. She is one of the most powerful X Men on the team. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the X Mansion. <coughs> they have this. Uh, they have oh. this conversation. Yeah, I want to bring up uh, something about this conversation that they have, uh, especially Jean Grey hinting, foreshadowing. I've had it wasn't my dark foreshadowing. Days. They didn't know how long this series was going to last. Yep. It was. It was. Dude, this series barely made it because it was very grown up. They weren't really. They weren't. Were not willing to cut corners, and they were not willing. The the the, the studio kept Wait asking for shit, things Kat. that were stupid. The studio wanted like uh, animal sidekicks and you know yeah. Saturday morning cartoon gimmicks, and they wanted the violence toned down, and they didn't want any more You're of this. Lo- Friends of Humanity and stuff. They didn't want. They didn't want all this seriousness. Can we find ways to make this just more about X Men uh, fighting bad guys? And Look, Captain Planet's doing this shit. Yeah, it's, it's getting all good. That's reviews. what they wanted. So they thought every season that they were just going to get shut down. Yep. So this is actually a not a foreshadowing. It's a reference to all the people that knew the comics that the Dark Phoenix had already happened. Yeah. That's what it was supposed to be, was like, I've had my dark time, Scott. How could you basically forget that? And he was like, and he was like, he, he basically shot out, that's different. Well, the only way it's different is if it was you were possessed by cosmic flaming bird entity. Yeah. Later down the road, I will also be. Now, later, because the show continued and they made this reference, it will be very out of place because what darkness was she talking about? Yeah. Probably had a bad childhood. Like... Where she's... She fucking... I thought she did have a bad childhood, though. And even... Even Xavier will make a comment. He's like, Maybe Gambit kills me. Yeah. Almost like he's like, Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Right, guys? Yeah. Right? It's not all about you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Literally, I'm thinking about going to the Brotherhood. I don't think Magneto's is so fucking absorbed. But Shane, you are literally. But but Shane, Professor X has the credit card. You don't get that Amex when you go see fucking Magneto. Magneto's not loaded. Mm-hmm. Magneto. Just, so do you want that Amex or do you want actually? I don't know. Do, do I something? want stuff legally? Do I want stuff illegally? Because so during this conversation, Gambit walks in. Rogue walks in first, right? Bishop stands up, decides he's dead. Why didn't anybody take that fucking gun away from him? Why didn't? Why did he know it was Gambit? His mind was fucked up. Yeah, but his mind has been his mind has been receiving flashes. He's even receiving flash memories that he never had. Like when Wolverine jumped on him, he had a weird memory of Wolverine that he never had. Yeah. Because that never happened. We've seen the five minutes of association with Wolverine, and that memory did not happen, but he just had that memory when Wolverine attacked him in the X-Mansion. They're not looking at you to look at every little detail. They just enjoyed the fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the first time... Now, wait. The first time Bishop encounters Wolverine in the 90s time, it's like, didn't you just see him in that video montage you just looked at? (laughs) <laughs> yes, and he all, yeah, and he didn't recognize him. It wasn't until he was pinned on the ground that all of a sudden he realized that he knew the guy, but the, he realized it through a memory that he never had. But the yeah. costume was the same costume he wore in the future. Yeah, but his mind is fucked up. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> he, he's yeah. suffering from a form of amnesia, yeah. and there are certain things that are triggering his memory, temporal, memory to come temporal back. placement amnesia. Yeah, yeah, something so like a, that. I figure if he saw Wolverine in the video package on his wrist, it's like video wasn't as wasn't as real as the real thing. Yeah. The real thing, standing in front of him, speaking, talking, attacking, that, that brought everything back. Even memories that he didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> we don't worry about that. <laughs> Future share. <laughs> no. um, so, yeah, Gambit walks in, and like you said, it makes no sense. He gets him up immediately and is like, you! And you can tell his mind is Swiss cheese right now because Xavier tries to probe his mind and says, all I'm getting is images. Yeah. Flashes. He doesn't even know what the fuck he knows, so I can't know what he knows. No. And then when Gambit comes in, he's like immediately, he's like, you, you're the traitor. You, it's all because of you. And he pulls out that gun and everybody's just like. Yeah, nobody, nobody no. like shot the gun or moved it or anything. He fires, Rogue steps in front of it oh, and gets hit. That's the next episode. Yeah, technically speaking, that's, that's the end of the episode. episode. Well, that's where we are now. Yeah. Part two. Now. Yeah, so Rogue gets shot and she gets Mighty pissed. And then Jean picks it up with her mind. No, because right after that, Gambit gets shot. And once again, I have to ask, do you not know how to switch it to kill? Do you, no. Is the gun beyond your operational expertise? Because so far you have stunned the shit out of everybody with this gun. If you think about Except it, for like Professor X, if you but, think yeah. about it, that gun is not the gun that he used to carry. If you remember, that gun was the one that Wolverine went to, grabbed it, and said, I'm going back. And Bishop grabbed that gun that Wolverine got out of that closet area. Yeah. yeah. So it's a different gun. Maybe yes. that gun is a little different than his own his normal gun. But they say, had this been the kill setting, because they've already discussed it. Yeah. And Bishop, you'd imagine, knows how to use guns. But so far, he shot X-Men with stun. And then the guy who he knows in terms of what he knows, destroyed every fucking thing, walks in the room. He stands up with the gun still on stun, and, no. shoots and he just fought Nimrod. Did yep. he fight Nimrod on stun? Yeah. Is that the reason the gun sucked ass against the robot? Apparently. Yes. Hit the safety switch, motherfucker. <laughs> so he hits Rogue, knocks her down, hits Gambit. Now, uh, mind you, this is two X-Men that have been shot already. The rest of the team are so just far. Like, we've shot four X Men with this gun. This just yeah. just fucking throw this My damn thing, thing away. My thing about it is, is that you shot two X Men, just standing there. We're all right next to you. We're not stopping. And they're you. all like, "Damn, did you see that, dude? Yeah. Rogue is a badass." Oh wait, we should probably do something. Uh, Gene, I got it. Yeah, yeah, Gene is finally the one that's like, maybe we should take the gun away from yeah. him. I <laughs> followed by they restrain his and ass, and then He's they like, restrain mm. him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shoot two X-Men. If that thing was on kill, you'd be two members less. Right. Because they're no. talking like that thing would rip you to pieces. Hey, One Scott. bullet. Hey, Scott. God, you're leading this team. Brilliant. Like, no. And all the other times that we've seen Scott before, like, anybody can even realize what's happening. He's like, Brown. This time he was like, dude. Oh, he got him. Dude. Oh, he got Gambit, too. Damn, not a bad shot. And then Gene yeah. was like, well, should we take the gun away? Yes, take the gun away. Everybody restrain him. <laughs> Teamwork. Teamwork, yeah. Scott. You're a terrible leader. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, I'd be like, Scott, make with the eye beams next time. Yeah, yeah. I got I one fucking eye. I can't help, motherfucker. By the way, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. that kind of irritated me too. I know exactly what you're commenting already. Um, dumbass. Yeah, dumbass. 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 Which one? We'll get there. 
We're, it's coming up. We'll get there. Just understand. <laughs> Dumbass. Hate that guy. Fucking. But I did put a note down. Just <laughs> It was just because I wanted to do it. We'll get there when we get to the Capitol and stuff. Oh, yeah. That, so, that dumbass. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because I was going to say, because then uh, my next note was they restrain him in. Backstory time. Uh, actually, I was going to go. My, my first one in part two was some fun backstory on Rogue on why she parked in the middle of the road earlier in the season. Because she did do some... Why the fuck did I write that? She was taught to drive by country boys on back roads. Yeah, Yeah, you notice how she was driving in the middle of the road. Yeah, she almost got them killed. And I love how Gambit was like, where you learn to drive? And she's like, I learned from country boys on the back roads. Which, um, that statement bothers me a little bit. Because... When her mutant powers kicked in, Shane, she was kissing on a guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you know about country boys. Uh, But country boys teaching girls to drive on the back roads. Means that they want something. Multiple guys. She's not like I was taught by my brothers or something. Most These guys was teaching me how to cruise the roads. two, Two or more. Two or more. Two or more guys taught me how to cruise around down down on the back roads, old country yeah. boys. We're looking at a gangbang. Yeah. I'm just, I'm a little concerned because she was like 12. Yep. And something about that situation seems very disturbing. Maybe when Because she- they become mutants as soon as, they become mutants during puberty, during a heightened stage of emotion. That's when it happens. That means that Rogue was about 13 or 14 years old. Had a boyfriend. That was the kiss moment. Her her emotions were heightened. She was kind of fluttery and shit. Her power kicked in. Put that man in a coma. It was probably the first person but in that orgy or whatever. Even, even if we avoid the creepiness factor of what's going on here, there were just some country boys teaching Rogue how to drive on backcountry roads when she was like 10 or 12. Yeah. Something about this is really wrong. They yeah. apparently also teach her to park in the middle of a road. Well, no, she just got pissed at Gambit. Yeah. No, I mean, earlier in the right. season. Right. And then the sexual innuendos continue. Right. Yeah. I, what did she say? Like, what can you teach me? I can teach you a whole lot, Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, dude, you this will is all die. You do is ask. You will die. Don't. He doesn't care. I literally think that he's just. He thinks a rubber is going to protect him. No, he's really not after to bang her. He's he gives her a lot of crap, but I really think that's his way of like. I think that he does. he may want to, but he knows he can't, and he's not dumb enough to believe that. But he gets her. But yeah. then, but then, she he knows how dangerous she is. But at the same time, she knows that yeah, she can't well. be with anybody, and he continually says, "I want to be with you." And actually, it's something that she is something that she's she likes him a lot. Without ever really letting on to it, she does because she jumped in front of Future Bullet, Future Stun Bullet, but Future Bullet. And after finding she out that he's pop- Future at the time, but she no, jumped in she, front of that gun. Yeah, and for all, and after he said that you're the assassin, you're the traitor. You know, most people wouldn't be like, "Oh, you're a traitor, fuck you." But she's like, "No, that's Gambit." Yeah. No. No, she does like him. And we all know that. It's just that there's nothing she can do. Mm-hmm. Because she'll kill him. 
But uh, when we have a bishop explaining the future stuff, cue up Terminator music during it. But now you know that. Yeah. Now you know. He didn't know last night. Now he knows. Yeah. yeah. So apparently we're copywriting. Which, which company made the Terminator movie? I mean, I don't think it was Fox, was it? You're going to make me look MGM. shit up and my fucking phone's at 15%, goddammit. Because it's like, why is the X-Men cartoon series using the Terminator music. It might have been really close, but I, did, I didn't feel that when I was watching it. I didn't feel like they were, because that, to me, that Terminator music is that do-do-do. Yeah. do And I, did, I didn't really hear that note for note. Or like T2, that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Or T3. Nobody cares. Everybody loves that movie. Everybody ever in the history of ever that was ever and ever. They after the amazing Terminator two, they it's were never they were never gonna top it. So what are we on now? Um technically speaking, I was gonna bring up that during his montage you end up seeing fucking uh um Havoc fighting alongside his brother. Yep. And also that's also when you get to see an older Scott. Sunfire also Gets taken down by Sentinels. I was enjoying that. He has two mutant powers. Quitting the team and being an asshole. Yeah. Now he has another... Neither one of them helped him kill Sentinels. Now he has another mutant power. Dead. Hmm? So sad. Death. But, uh, yeah, apparently after this revelation, it's like, Gambit's like, Oh, I'm going solo again. And Wolverine's like, No, you're not. I'm sticking by you. Well, yeah. technically the distribution rights for Terminator went to Orion. The but. idea that they, they believe Gambit in some way, but they also have to they also have yeah. to be real This is the part yeah. About Bishop. After they before. decide that Gambit should just not go to Washington at all to guarantee well, that it doesn't happen. The thing no, I wanted to game. The thing no, but this is before that, but they're yeah. still in the war room. When yeah. Storm says that she knows Gambit better than anybody, you notice that she looks at Rogue. And Rogue just looks down. Like, do you know Gambit better than I do? Nope. No. Yeah. Storm which, kind which of grows up with him. Which I think that might have been him. my note about but that. Then, but it was just the weird look that she gave to Rogue. Like, sorry that I know him better than you. I know you like I think him. it was one of those things like uh like she knows how Rogue actually feels about Gambit but knows that Rogue will never pursue. Right. And so the uh, then he goes off on his own cuz I he's used to being on his own. He and him and Wolverine are two he, peas in a as pod. As soon as he as soon as he gets blamed, he decides he's going to Washington because of Mr. Future actually knows that something's about to go down. He's going to go see what it is. Yeah. So he tries to lone wolf, but then everybody stops his ass. Him and Wolverine have very similar personalities. Yeah. They like to do the lone wolf thing. Yeah. I think mean, that's why they bounce, They don't get along very well, because they're two peas in a pod. Well, no, that's just it. They don't get along, but they also get along. Like They have enough similarities that they can be friends. But they also, when they blow up and they get angry, they don't think. Yeah. They take it out on other people. That's their fucking thing. Yeah. They literally... Fucking for all, they're like brothers. For fuck's sake, it seems like. They just know each other very well because they are the same person. So, where are we at now? Well, we're uh, at the part... I'm at Wolverine one-liners, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the poker game. 
Yeah, they yeah. went. So the X Men go to the go to. Yeah, um, that's where he starts talking about how more than just the deck's going to get cut if motherfuckers don't just don't settle down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These three are going to get bored real easy and real soon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, because let's see. Yeah, because uh, they would have taken off and made it to DC. Well, he in, the middle in order to escape game. the card game, he does something that confuses me. One, the first part I understand. He takes that card. And he starts charging it, and he leaves it there. Right. Somehow that's going to blow up. I don't think his powers work like that. But regardless, they do today. Yeah. He sets a card on a timer. Maybe he has that ability. We just never knew. He does not. <coughs> I've never seen it. Oh. Now, he sets his card on a timer to explode when he'd like it to explode. And then he somehow hands the deck to Bishop. And Bishop somehow makes the deck explode. Gambit's not touching yeah. the deck. Bishop grabs the deck, hmm. picks it up, and then it goes and blows up. Yeah, because I know I know Bishop went to show off his powers, and he's like, "I basically got the same shit you do, motherfucker." I don't know how the deck exploded. Yeah, and I, I don't know how he set a card on a timer. Um, don't worry about it. Just enjoy the show. Yeah. But he escaped because... Future chair. He escaped because his powers made no sense, and he got away from the two because he's a thief and he knows how to get the fuck out. Uh, my only ex machina? My only explanation here is with style. <laughs> there you go. He does everything with style. Fair enough. I like how he... Like, like, and here's my problem. It's right there what you said earlier. They have the same abilities... I think no, no. Bishop forgot how to use his power. Bishop's power is that he absorbs energy, forms of energy that connect with Bishop. He can absorb them, rechannel them through his body, and then expel them through like beams. So they yeah. storm bang gambit then? No, they don't okay. have the same power. Not, not the no. same powers as you think. That's not no. Yeah. Bishop's power is that when energy comes in contact with his body, he can absorb it like a battery. Then he's Fire basically, at, that's basically what he is. He's a human battery. He takes energy in, and he then fires he can release it, it. Uh, uh, twofold. thing about it is, uh, during that fight with fucking um, Cyclops and Storm in the beginning, if Cyclops would have shot him, he would have just absorbed it. No. Cyclops is full kinetic force. Uh, yeah. It's not the same thing as necessarily energy. Yeah, maybe, but I don't think it's the same thing. I think Cyclops is... Like, he might absorb the energy, but I think the kinetic burst would still knock him down. Well, that's what I was thinking, that once he got shot, he'd be like, the concussive force would knock him back, and then Cyclops like, what's up? He's like, bitch, I just absorbed your energy. But then it's funny, because comic books are comic books, and I actually think that they've used that before, where Bishop has been like, uh... Bishop has been like, Cyclops! And Cyclops will be like, bow! And shoot Bishop on purpose so that Bishop can like shoot a big beam. And I, I don't think it's supposed to work that way. But it does. When it needs to. Well, the fact that he has portals that open out of his eyes. and Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cyclops' power doesn't make sense! Why most can't we just have their, laser most eyes? Most powers don't make sense. Laser eyes. Most of their powers don't make sense. Well, she controls the weather. That, that's self-explanatory. Yeah, but then she also shoots lightning bolts from her hands. Element. Anyway, the blob shows up. 
and I did put this in my notes, the blob. Nobody can hurt the blob. Shane, your job was to come up with superpowers. Yep. Magnificent. Stellar superpowers. I, I created Magneto. You chose obesity. Uh, extreme. <laughs> extreme obesity. Extreme obesity that was a superpower. <laughs> Nothing can hurt the blob. So fat can't be hurt. Not even super strong rogue gets... Because she just punches into his... Fatty roll. <laughs> and he made a squishy noise. And, yes. and he tosses Rogue by his man booby. Actually, what his power is, he's all fat and everything, but like his power's really weird. He can plant himself in a spot, and then somehow he can manipulate the field of gravity so that nothing can move him. Yep. So what That's about, what his actual power is. So what is. about the Juggernaut? If the Juggernaut was running at him, because you know with Juggernauts it's all about movement. Yeah, but Juggernaut is. What if he would have hit? If he would have hit Blob, would he move Blob, or would it be after he knocks too- him out? Would it be <laughs> Blob is incredibly resilient, but but Scott has been able to shoot him with the beams before and knock his ass out. So it's uh, Wolverine that defeats the. Well, blob. Wolverine does something nobody else was doing. He used used a sleeper hold. Everybody was trying all these different things. They were like, oh, attack, 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 attack. And he did exactly what his power does. He planted himself in place, and nothing could move him. So then Wolverine jumps on his back. No. He jumped on his back, got his attention, covered his eyes, and the dude unplanted his feet trying to get him. Mm -hmm. Then he moved, I don't know how this worked, but he somehow rolled around the dude onto his front and it held him by the face and kicked off of his chest into like a backflip where he landed and the dude fucking fell backwards into the pool into the pool he took himself out yeah and then storm froze him because of omega level powers yep yeah and she just froze that water and then the two saddest fuckers avalanche and fucking oh, yeah. pyro turns fi- and then pyro. pyro i must yeah. say firestorm yeah, pyro yeah. Yay to yeah, have him back. Because they're trying to make it seem like it's the fucking Brotherhood. Or these yeah. I actually do believe Pyro was there to serve a different purpose. Yeah. Um, yes, in the storyline, yes, he's he's one of the Brotherhood guys that's there. But I actually believe there's another reason they used him there. You notice that when he did his fire trick this time, he did two Firebirds. I think they were testing the animation. They needed an excuse to see if they could make the Firebird look cool. Before they started planning out that maybe they could move to the Phoenix yeah. later on. But they didn't want it to look tacky, so they have an excuse to test yep. Firebird. So they take yeah. that tacky-looking guy. Yeah, and they test out what the Firebird might look so like. So your powers are, you can manipulate fire. Because he could have done anything. He could have made all kinds of dragons, hands, He did make anything. a dragon. He made one dragon. It was like the first thing yep. he made, and then he made Firebirds. He made Firebirds. And, yeah. they, and they even went as far as to have Rogue fly into the air and it chased her and got really big and spread all the way out and everything. I think they were testing animation. And then it disappeared because of the lack of oxygen the higher you go. Yeah, because that's that's literally one of my notes. In fact, we skipped over quite a few of them. Let's see. uh, Loner Quinjet for Gambit. How many jets Um, do the X-Men have? They're rich. Yeah. Because it's like, I count three from this episode at least. Yep, I don't know. They're rich. Gambit has his... (laughs) Gambit, they have like... They have the Blackbird. Yeah. And then they have, like, individual smaller ones. Yeah, yes. like I said, fucking loner Quinjet for Gambit to make his getaway. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, the professor lies through his teeth to Senator Kelly because he's a dickhead. What do you mean? Um, that's literally, that's just the note. I can't fucking remember. I just know that fucking the professor talks to Senator Kelly. Well, they were talking. And... Uh, see, Professor Xavier is somewhat open with what's been going on. Yeah. He is a political figure. Yeah. He's some sort of councilman. Yeah. And they bring up his school and tell him that he's training soldiers, and he says, that is not what I'm doing at my school. Yeah. He says, it's not what my school is. And so they are actually discussing, because he's been brought into question now, that with all this mutant hysteria that's going on, they notice that there's this group that's come from Xavier's school. Yeah. And I, I want to say it was something like the professor says, yeah, I have a bunch of students, and I think that was the lying through his teeth <laughs> bullshit. Cause yeah. He's I'm, supposed he, to. Jubilee but is the only student I know of. There's supposed to be an entire school, but I've never seen it in this series. Yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> see the entire school is Jubilee. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right, because Brotherhood started the fight to let uh, Mystique in. Uh, discount Phoenix, foreshadowing by Pyro. Uh, Jubilee kink shaming. Um, what? Fucking Blob says something like, yeah, I'm going to take you guys out by sitting on you. And Jubilee goes... Ew. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. It was awesome. Like, She's like, that's um, gross. He who fights and runs away lives to kill another day because Pyro tries to discount Tao Pai Pai. Oh, yeah, that's where it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Was the fucking, uh... There. The fucking, uh, Phoenix foreshadowing from Pyro. Okay. Okay, so yeah, I think where we're at now is the fucking mirror match of Gambit v. Gambit. Yes. Yeah, Gambit face-off. So Mystique takes Senator Kelly into a room where she is going to kill him. Yep. And the woman that she's impersonating is in there tied up, and he, she turns into Gambit. She, op she takes the blindfold off the woman that is tied up, because we need a witness. Yeah. Yep. And now I'm going to kill you. And that is when Gambit comes in. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they have a Gambit on Gambit fight. Then Bishop comes in and yes. shoots a motherfucker. I have a problem with that scene. Bishop walks in. Is it still because he needs to kill somebody? And he keeps fires the gun with stun again. <laughs> yeah. Gambit throws a charge card and he dodges it. Pew! Oh shit, that was close. Then he sees two Gambits and he says. Uh-oh, there's two of you. And the one that didn't throw the charge card says, he's an imposter, take that one out. And I'd have been like, well, actually, that one just threw the charge card. Pew! Yeah, exactly. Uh, prove it to me. Each one of you take out a card and charge it. I need a, a debit card swiper. Yeah, he said charge card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, bye. Right. And then we come to find out... Oh, back to Oz for uh, Bishop. Yep. Yep. Yep, because Rogue comes in, and she's rips, like, rips, yep, rips, rips the thing, thing off. off, and like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. Bye! You're going to try and kill two mutants just to try to kill the assassin. So, Bishop's gone, back to his own time. And that's when... Yeah. Dun, dun, dun! I told you it would reveal... I told you it would talk about this. Maybe. She was raised... By Mystique. Mm -hmm. yep. And that is what led her to absorbing Ms. Marvel's power. And Rogue does see her change into Mystique. Yeah. 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 And then Mystique change into her mother. 
Yes, which is supposed to be the first time that she ever knew that Mystique was... Her mom. Well, the adopted. Right, yeah. the adopted mom. And then she calls her mama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this, you know, everything that she did on that island was to help Rogue. I yeah. am only doing this because this motherfucker's a powerful mute. That's another thing, too. This is one of the weirdest things about this whole th- whole, whole I, I, ordeal. I'm kind of confused about this, too. It's like, okay, you just saw somebody change into Mystique, into your mom, that just tried to kill a sender, and now you're just going to help her escape. Yes, yeah, because it's her mother. No. It's because of the emotional connection. No. This woman raised her... She has no right love to Love doesn't turn... make sense, Scott. Yeah. I don't know why you would believe that there's any logic in somebody loving. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the fact that her you raised me. I have no right to not be able to help you when you help me out. Yeah. Well, it's it's just one of those things. That's that's her mom. Yeah. Yeah. For as for as ridiculous as the situation may be, that's thought, her mom. But I thought that was Nightcrawler's mom. Well, Biologically, you're mis- it's Nightcrawler's you're mom. It's when it comes down to Rogue, she, Rogue was adopted. Mystique adopted fucking Rogue. Rogue, no, listen. Rogue ran away from home. Well, yeah. Because of her mutant abilities. And after she ran away from home, she come across this woman. And this woman took her in. Yeah. Taught her the value of her mutant powers. Taught her what field of control she might be able to achieve. Like wearing the gloves and changing out and doing that different things, when to use them, when not to use them, and gave her a purpose and a home. Yeah. And they were together for probably six years. So this is making it look like Mystique has been her, the mother that raised her, when it might not be. No, Mystique is the one that took her in when she ran away from home. Yeah. Okay. Mystique has been around for a long time. She's yeah. she's like she's just as old, if not I, I older, than too Wolverine. Sure if actually, if this was actual canon in the comics or not, so yeah, part of it is yes. But yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, also that Apocalypse wanted the assassination. That's the part. Yeah, Apocalypse wants the assassination, and here's why: he wants to. He was just stopped by mutants. So he wants to put the mutants in a position where the humans that, will do that the work for him. Right. Now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So because he wants he wants he wants them to be put into a position where the mutant race will be cast aside by the human race so that he can come in and take out the humans. What yeah. I'm confused about is that the way that they talk about it, they talk about it in the fact of the humans, you know, started making the Sentinels, so that way then the Sentinels could take out the mutants, and then the Sentinels gained sentience and said, oh, we don't need anything. Robots, robots rule. Well, since uh, he can, like, since he can morph into other people and whatnot, maybe he's the one that's right now currently developing Sentinels. Yeah. He could very well be one of the scientists that's developing the Sentinel programs right now, and... Because it says it says in Bishop's time that at some point, all the humans who were in control of the Sentinels, there was a force that was in control of the Sentinels above the humans, basically, that said, uh, take them too. Yeah. And then the Sentinels turned on humankind as well. Could be. Yep. Well, but after all that... Either way, we get, you know, touchy-feely from, you know, the present, followed by... 
into the future where Bishop walks back in and he's like, there, I think I fixed it. And Forge goes, nope. Fuck no, you didn't. He's like, I stopped the assassination. Then something else must have triggered it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and ignore this uh, Wolverine in a capsule behind You know, if that's actually supposed to be... Something about that was bothering me. It doesn't look like... Wolverine It looks like a robot. Yeah. But it's guaranteed to be Wolverine because, one, it has the claws... And two, even if Wolverine's skin and shit is removed, technically speaking, he can grow back because he would still have the blood marrow inside of his bones, which is DNA. And fuck are you bitching about there, Shane? What is he talking about? I put X twenty three. Oh no, I don't no. know. I don't know what that thing was in that tank. If it's supposed to be a skeleton, the artwork was horrible. Yeah. yeah. For a second, when I saw it, I'm like, did Wolverine just like get obliterated and then they put him in there? Technically speaking, yeah. Well, if his brain was still inside, it... Yeah, which it would be. Yeah, the yeah. skin would just be gone, and the muscles, which will regenerate yeah. which over time. A while, yeah. yeah, the muscles and the organs will come back, and everything else yep. will be fine. But, uh... Like I said, it, basically, the way Wolverine's healing factor works, as long as there's any piece of his DNA left, he'll come back eventually. Yep. And then, uh, we go back to the present day where Senator Kelly wants to talk to Professor Xavier. It seems like after being saved by mutants, he might have a change of heart. They hear an explosion. Cyclops doesn't know how to open a door properly, so he blows it up. You know. Followed by, oh, my, ho- my watch stopped. Magnets. How do you know that? Yeah. Because it's been magnetized. Dun, dun, dun. And that is when we will be introduced to Iceman, because he's the one that stole him. Good with job. His, with his ice uh, magnetic powers. Good job. Fucking with you guys. Anyway, Magneto. so, yeah, there's only one episode left of uh, X-Men for this season. The D- Their DVD gives them more. His yeah, DVD, DVD says there's more. Yeah, yeah more it gives, it gives Hulu, them more. Hulu, there's only one. Yeah. And yeah, I'm watching. because if you look at the actual season listing, it actually ends on that next episode. Oh, okay. So the season is over basically here at episode 13. All right. Hey, guys, did you like that podcast? If so, remember to check out FandomNight.com. At FandomNight.com, you can drop a line to this show, or you can check out other podcasts as well. We cover all kinds of topics, everything from comic books, wrestling, movies, TV shows, video games, animes, mangas. It's outrageous. We seem to have a podcast for just about everything, and you have access to it just by going over to FandomNight.com. So check it out, guys. We're going to get out of here.